0: The book of Proverbs says that God has made both the hearing ear and the seeing eye. So what about the ear? All we see when we look at our ear is a bit of cartilage and muscle covered by skin. But what looks simple on the surface turns out to be very specifically designed. Find out more on Wonders Without Number. Welcome to Wonders Without Number, I'm David Reeves, and today we want to inform and inspire you regarding the wonders we find all around us. An infinite number of wonders that point us directly to our Creator, the God of the Bible. Now, you're no accident. I want you to know that you are special, that you were created in God's own image, that Jesus Christ was and is that Creator, and that He has a plan for your life. Professor Andy McIntosh has his PhD in Combustion Theory from the Cranfield Institute of Technology, a doctorate of science from the University of Wales, and is a professor at the University of Leeds in the UK. His research and lectures have led him around the world, and he's even discussed the laws of thermodynamics with Richard Dawkins on BBC. So what I want you to do is join with me now as we meet my friend and very special guest, Professor Andy McIntosh.
1: It's really good to meet you David. Thank yes you very sir, much. absolutely. And y- I've enjoyed coming to this state and I want to just say that the reason I'm speaking here on the ear yes. is because I've done much research on acoustics which is how ah. disturbances in the air, pressure disturbances in the air interact with combustion. Okay. So I know a little bit about what people call uh, acoustics, and I want to talk to you a little bit about the amazing design of the mammalian ear. Okay. And we can hear things like this bird song, which you can hear, or we can hear loud noises, we can hear all sorts of things. And as you quoted earlier, as it says here, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord Has made even both of
0: them. Yes.
1: Let me say, David, what sound is first of all. Okay. Sound is vibrations in the air. It's when pressure is coming together and then coming apart again. And so the pressure is oscillating, it's an oscillating Ah, system. Okay. And whatever it be, a tuning fork or whatever it is. hits eventually our eardrum. Okay. That will be a speaker in the middle and then it hits our eardrum. Okay. So you've got little vibrations of the molecules in the air literally bouncing against each other it's mainly nitrogen in the air and then this then comes eventually to your ear. Okay. Now sound has a frequency. The sound is measured in what we call HZ's frequency we, uh, measure which is waves per second. The speech lies in the region about 4,000 cycles per second but it also goes down to about a few hundred cycles per second okay. and even up to
0: 8,000. But remember that, that's important. 4,000, around? Around that, that's okay. the midpoint. And that's we, well within our range yeah. of the human ear. Okay. The range of the human
1: ear goes down to 20 cycles per second ah. It's irritating when it's a boom, 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 <laughs> boom, that sort of frequency. Yeah. But we, when we're born, we can hear generally up to about twenty thousand cycles per second, really? which is a lot. Yeah. Sound also has an amplitude, David. Okay. The sound is measured by talking about the amount it's varying. The outer ear, of course, is this bit here, and then you come to the middle ear, and then you come to the inner ear. Mm-hmm. We're going to progress and look at those if I may sure. in this program the outer ear um, you've got two just check they've got one either side <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that is, of course gives you stereoscopic hearing okay you can means that you can hear uh, and just about identify who's speaking i can in the pick room. up
0: if somebody's walking up yeah. this way or okay okay
1: but you have a problem when you have a hearing aid because it, it you lose this this, uh-huh. this stereoscopic effect okay and it's made of uh, a shape which guides the sound into the ear canal. Okay. The ear canal and sorry this is really just showing you that you can hear a sound which uh, as I indicated earlier might be the sound of a bird uh-huh. and you can identify where the where bird is. is. Okay. So that just illustrates that. But this ear canal, may I just mention the ear canal is a tube. Now tubes will resonate you understand the word resonate? Yes. If I'm playing a flute, it will um, resonate at a particular note. Okay. And that note will be determined by the shape.
0: The shape of it, okay.
1: And also whether it's closed at one end and open at the other.
0: Hmm.
1: Now, everything will resonate if you hit it. If I hit this table, it's resonating yeah. at a particular note. And if you've got a glass, okay. it will resonate, or a bridge will resonate.
0: <laughs> this bridge. is
1: the, the famous Tacoma Bridge disaster, uh, Tacoma uh, yes. uh, Narrows Bridge disaster, wow. where the bridge finally collapsed. A glass same thing, will resonate at a particular note. Okay. So your ear will resonate rather like a musical instrument, as I mentioned, resonates, and we change the note by opening and closing holes. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
1: when we apply that logic to our ear canal, it's an amazing point about our ears which is specific to humans. Okay. The ear canal isn't just any old hole, Okay. it's obviously small and a bit smaller than your little uh, finger which yes. is not a bad idea <laughs> yeah. because yeah. you could be in danger of damaging, damaging. The, the eardrum. Okay. But the point I really want to come to is that this tube resonates. At 4,000 cycles per second. Really? Exactly in the middle of the human speech region. Yes. So we are well designed, aren't we? (laughs) Now, all mammals have ear canals, uh, but they have different shapes, and they are made to resonate at different frequencies. Ours is made to resonate, as that diagram shows, that's Mm -hmm. the detail if people want it to show you why it resonates at At 4,000 cycles per second. But if you go to cats and dogs, they have a right angle in their ear canal, and cats and dogs listen to frequencies much higher. Cats will go right up to 60,000 cycles per second, Ah. dogs up to about 40,000 cycles per second. Let's look at the middle ear, if I may, David. Um, The middle ear is this bit here.
0: Okay, right there.
1: And if you can see here, there is the Mm eardrum, and then there's three little bones behind it: the hammer, the anvil, and the stirrup. Okay. Let's look at those. These hammer, these bones—the hammer, the anvil, and the stirrup—are actually carrying sound waves from here. Mm -hmm. which is in air, and conducting those sound waves into a liquid in the inner ear.
0: Oh, wow.
1: This is just amazing. Yes. Because what these little bones are doing is amplifying the sound, (laughs) and that's important, because when you've got vibration in air, it's very difficult to get that vibration to go into a liquid. Okay. If you've got somebody in a swimming pool, and you try to talk to them, at the side and they're underwater, Mm -hmm. would they be able to hear? No. no, Because the sound would bounce off the uh, swimming pool surface. Similarly, if I wouldn't advise it, but if they were trying to make a noise underwater, (laughs) obviously you can't speak underwater, (laughs) but if they were trying to clap their hands Uh underwater, it would bounce off the surface. It wouldn't reach you. So you've got to have a system if you're going to make this inner ear work, which is like a piston pumping into the inner ear. So that's the piston there, the hmm. stapes. Okay. The technical term for these bones are the malleus, which is the hammer, mm-hmm. the incus, okay. which is the anvil, because okay. it looks like an anvil, yeah. and the stapes. Now there's your uh, dime. Wow. Right? Tiny. And these bones are tiny. <laughs> oh. And they're the same size when you were born as when, sadly, you might die in your 90s.
0: Is that right?
1: Those bones they are don't. the only bones in the body which never grow.
0: I had no idea.
1: And yet the evolutionist says that these bones came from the lower jaw and the upper jaw of reptiles. Ooh. Well, if you know anything about reptiles, their bones always, always grow. grow. So how's the evolutionist <laughs> going to get around that? And he hasn't got an answer, to be frank. Sure. He tries to tell me that this is a reptile and yep. here's the bone at the back okay. of the jaw the lower jaw yep. the back of the upper jaw mm-hmm. and he maintains that blue became the incus and that yellow the articular became the malleus so and this is really not feasible the evolutionist is trying to tell us that there is a story yes but that story doesn't really fit the facts
2: it doesn't You're listening to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves. Subscribe to our Genesis Plus package online to get instant access to the video format of this message and hundreds of others right on your computer or mobile device. If you are encouraged by this message and would like to be a part of sharing this information with millions across the globe, we would love to hear from you. Give us a call at 931 two one two seven nine nine zero or write us at David Reeves Ministries Post Office Box twenty eight twenty four Lewisburg, Tennessee, three seven zero nine one. Visit our website Davidreeves.com today. That's David R I V E S dot com. And now, back to Wonders Without Number with David Reeves.
1: Now. I'm now talking from here on about reptiles and mammals. So I'm no longer just talking about humans. Okay. Let's just now look at the cochlea, which is inside. Remember I said these three little bones Mm -hmm. are really an amplifier. Just to go back there, I'm saying that that middle bone, the incus, is very important. If we come back to here, Mm -hmm. that's hammer Is moving forward right okay but it's pushing against the stapes the stirrup Ah. which go it acts like a piston and goes into the liquid so now
0: amplifying those small variations which is
1: absolutely vital because you won't be able to get the motion in the liquid yes unless you've got this
0: system (laughs) okay I love it I love it
1: so now let's look at the cochlear if Mm -hmm. I may sure the cochlear is full of Let's think of it like water, but okay. it's not water. We've got these videos going mm-hmm. which illustrate the movement of the hammer, the incus, and the stapes there, or the stirrup. So this system is the amplifier system, Okay. and in there you can see, and we need to just come over here to get it, Yeah. you can see, if I play this video again, you can see the the stirrup is pushing against the liquid okay and please notice this there is another ah, circular window okay. a round window uh-huh. which if you didn't have that round window the liquid which does not compress would have nowhere to go
0: oh wow
1: if you get a bicycle yeah a uh, pump mm-hmm. fill it with instead of air but still fill it with liquid
0: mm-hmm.
1: unlike with air where you can push the handle down you mm-hmm. can't push it down with liquid sure I know it would act that, like a water pistol, but
0: forget that <laughs> point just for a moment. Okay, so, so you we see would the point be that in very big trouble. We would. If it didn't have somewhere to expand in a secondary window.
1: That's right, so that shows the mark yes. of design. Immediately an engineer says, that's clever. Uh-huh. Because this is a brilliant system <laughs> and it's got a little system here mm-hmm. to take account of the increase in pressure. Now let's look at this. This okay. is the basilar membrane. So what I've done here is I've opened up
0: the cochlea. Okay.
1: And this is the eardrum vibrating sending the piston in, right?
0: You've unfurled the cochlea. You've
1: unfurled the cochlea. Okay. And it's called the cochlea because it looks like a cockle shell. Yes. And if it's just one frequency, it causes one point in that basilar membrane to vibrate. Okay. So this is like an xylophone. Uh, so oh. th- for every one frequency, okay. one particular part of the basilar membrane vibrates. Sure.
0: It's like hitting a key on a piano. That's right.
1: So it's rather like a little gremlin It's <laughs> inside your inner ear, deciding which notes to play. Yeah. So, let me play this video. I think we could just illustrate this. Cochlear now
0: uncoils and we look at the basilar membrane and now see what happens when we play individual tones.
2: Now a chord. And finally, something really complex.
1: so whatever you're listening to whether it be B- Bast Carter and Fugue like this yeah. you are actually hearing individual frequencies which have been split up automatically the sound comes in to our ears in a range of frequencies okay sure sure but in the keyboard the keyboard inside your inner ear <laughs> is responding to each little frequency immediately. So it's what we call an, an instantaneous analog frequency analyzer. Okay. It's analog because it's nothing to do with a digital yes. signal. Yeah. So immediately the sound comes in, it's split into its component frequencies. Huh. So, you've got it's like having a little keyboard yes. inside your ear.
0: Interpreting the vibrations that are coming in. That's out. right.
1: So, if you have one note coming in, right, that will vibrate. Okay. And if I have another note coming in, that will vibrate. Or if I have a chord, uh-huh. ah, then all three point. will vibrate. This is intensity against frequency. Yes. So, if I play. Something which is a musical instrument and a set of musical instruments like uh, this orchestral piece mm. We hear the whole set of frequencies all at once Wow! So our ears are built for beauty. Yes They're built such that we can appreciate many frequencies all at once and we can appreciate the voice of our husband or our voice of our wife mm. which have all sorts of modulated frequencies.
0: It's not just a single note. It's not That's just right. a
1: single note. We can hear many frequencies all at once. Isn't that beautiful? That's what the mammalian ear does. Okay. And of course, this means that we actually have a brilliant system for converting the air pressure disturbances into liquid disturbances. Okay. But I should point out that when we actually are born, we hear the 20,000 cycles per second, which is out here in the cochlea. Uh. But when we get older, like even in our 20s, we begin to lose the upper register. Really? When you get really old, sadly, sometimes it begins to encroach on the 4,000 cycles per second that I was mentioning.
0: Okay. But we
1: haven't finished yet. Okay. Now we've got to get from. The basilar membrane, this is a slice across the cochlea, Uh we've got to get to a signal to the brain. The basilar membrane is vibrating and the organ of Corti is running alongside the basilar membrane. Okay. So bear with me now as I now point out to you that this is actually not water. It's an electrolyte. It's charged fluid. So when the basilar membrane is vibrating, The organ of Corti, which is actually it's shown the other way here, this is the organ of Corti. That is vibrating, and there are hairs above the organ of Corti, which are getting pushed over. Here's the hairs. <laughs> yeah. Now get this: the hairs actually, when they turn over, they are remember in
0: liquid. Okay.
1: These hairs have a spring attached between two adjacent hairs. Okay. And the charged particles, which are in the endolymph, which is an electrolyte, Uh are actually coming through a trap door. And this is literally a mechanical spring, which is opening. Okay. Now let me tell you how big that spring is. Yeah. Or how big they. The hairs are first. Um, this this is a diagram of the hairs moving over, right, okay. and I'll show you a picture in a moment of the hairs themselves. Uh, okay. But here's the hairs moving over they and look. they're going to send this signal to the brain,
0: Mm-hmm. right. Okay. But
1: now let me look at those hairs in more detail. They are there's this literal mechanical spring connecting each adjacent hair and opening the trapdoor. <laughs> the The actual hair breadth is such that you could get 72 of these little hairs in the diameter of a hair.
0: One single hair on our heads. So one single
1: hair on our heads would is 72 times as wide as <laughs> these little hairs.
0: Now, we're running out of time. We, we only are. have about two minutes I left. there we
1: have. This is amazing. But what gets me is that this spring, which is even smaller, yeah. is a mechanical spring. Right. So if you listen to music too loud at uh-huh. a particular frequency, or some industrial job that you have, uh-huh. there have been cases where people lose their hearing at a particular frequency. It's because of these hairs really? snapping. This spring snaps, and you can no longer hear. So what this shows to us, David, and by the way, the nerves then carry the sound to your ears Mm -hmm. with these neurons vibrating and these nerves, right? Okay. And if it's the voice of your wife, it goes to one part of your brain. If it's music, it goes to a different part of your
0: brain. Oh, my goodness.
1: And also, I should have said, but time is running out, but you have a balance system of... Three semicircular canals, okay. which also have these little cilia in these hairs, and truly we are fearfully and, and wonderfully, wonderfully made. made. It's an example of what you were saying irreducible complexity.
0: Irreducible complexity. If you had just a few basic components, the ear's not going to work. There are so many things going on here to enable us to hear that it could have never happened, I don't believe, by chance as we conclude basically you have written a book called Genesis for today the relevance of the creation evolution debate to today's society a lot of people today have said well maybe we evolved over millions of years maybe we could even fit that into the scripture but the more we look the more we find this complexity this design from the very beginning it had to be there in the beginning
1: and remember the evolutionist is trying to tell us that this complicated system came from a reptile (laughs) whose bones are constantly growing it doesn't make sense there's
0: no way there's no way thank you so much for being here and I know we could have covered a lot more that's the key verse that's the key the hearing ear the seeing eye the Lord hath made even both of them. There's no way they happen by chance. God bless you, David. God bless you. (laughs) Again, we read in Proverbs, the hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. So what about those who can't hear? Now, there are tens of millions who have partial or complete loss of hearing. You see, the God of the Bible made Adam and Eve with a hearing ear. They fell into sin. And since then, in the imperfect fallen world, We deal with many issues including those who are deaf but you see as a christian i also believe that there is a day when those who put their faith in jesus christ will receive new perfectly functioning bodies and ears i'm looking forward to that day and i hope that you are too through the blood of christ we have been purchased and we can be eternally his we hope that you've been encouraged and educated today as you learn of the wonders throughout the universe that are leading us closer to the creator Leave us questions and comments on our Facebook page and give us a call to learn more. I'm David Reeves, and until our next time on Wonders Without Number, keep looking up. Truly, the heavens declare the glory of God. Hello, I'm David Reeves, host of the TV show Creation in the 21st Century on TBN. Each week, we talk to some of the world's leading scientists, all showing how our Creator, the God of the Bible, has left a pattern of his fingerprints throughout the universe. Engage with other like-minded believers through the Creation Club, a place for biblical creationists to share and learn. This fast-growing website offers over a thousand articles written by authors from many different backgrounds already encompassing six different languages. Combating the unproven theories of evolution, our 24-7 TV network reaches millions of people with biblical truth. Genesis Science Network broadcasts globally over the internet, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, mobile devices and more. It's a new Christian alternative to the evolutionary programming so prevalent on TV today. Be sure to sign up for our email updates and like us on Facebook for weekly inspiration and education regarding science and the Bible. Talk to your pastor about sponsoring one of our live events in your church, or community.